0: Hello, everybody! Welcome what? back to Disney Rank, the podcast. As always, we reviewing Disney movie and putting them on the big rank board. Now, of course, I'm your co-host, as always, Laura, and carrying me with Amber. Welcome back to the show. Hi. Thank <laughs> <you>. It's <laughs> been a, It's been quite a while since the last episode. It was actually twenty days ago. I just looked.
1: Oh, that's a, that's a long time.
0: It, it doesn't feel that long, but you know, we're back for Disney Rank Season Two. We decided to sort of scrap the whole bonus content stuff but you know it might make a comeback one day you never know but in this episode we're back for season two now of course although it's season two the format's still going to be the same we're still doing the same stuff we're still basically it's still basically the, the exact same show except that at the end we're going to have two big ranked board this season the seasonal board and the overall big ranked board yes so let's get on to today's episode now we, of course, in this episode, will be discussing Muppets I Most Wanted, the 2013 sequel to the 2011 Muppets. But in my opinion, it's not really a se. It's actually 2014. Um, yeah. It's not really a sequel for me. You don't think so? It doesn't, like, we'll get into this, but it is a sequel. But then it doesn't, doesn't do an amazing job sort of following up the first one. It kind of does. We'll get to that later. But of course, this film was directed by like- James Bobbin. And it starts Ricky, Javis, Ty Burrow, Tina Fey, Steve Whitemere, Eric, Jacob and Dave Gold, which I've pronounced all of them wrong, of course.
1: You actually pronounced Tina Fey right, so. <laughs> Yay!
0: <laughs> I got one out of six. That That's great. Um, Yeah, now, for how the show works, of course, we start off and we talk about how we first got introduced. Now, I'm going to change it up a bit for this one. Um. Well, instead of just this film, we'll talk about the Muppets in general and how we first got introduced to the franchise and this film as well. So how would you, you can go first with this one. How would you first introduce to the Muppets franchise?
1: Muppets in general, right? Yeah. I have always been a huge Muppets fan. Uh, my mom bought all of the bought all the DVDs and I've seen every episode wow. of the original sixties show. I used Wow,
0: that's.
1: I know that, that's cool. Yeah. I used to own the stuffed animals, I used to own like the shirts and stuff. I used to own that kind of stuff. I don't have them anymore obviously, but I used yeah. to own all that stuff. Wow. Well, um, I think I might have my Miss Piggy thing, but um <laughs> I saw the that's... movie. I loved it and I loved Muppet's Most Wanted even more when I saw it in theaters. Muppet's Most Wanted for a while was my favorite movie and I was absolutely it, it, it,
0: It's was... actually my fa- it's my favorite Muppet film.
1: Yeah, I was absolutely obsessed with it. Like every oh. I was obsessed with Muppets Most Wanted and I still and I, after rewatching it, I think it holds up well. So that, that It seems- does.
0: That that's the same thing with me with Hamilton at the moment. <laughs> it's one of my top films at the moment to be honest. And yeah, I I've never actually seen any of the original Muppet show unfortunately, but I first got introduced to the Muppets through my father. He sort of we would do this film, we would sit down and watch one of the films that he watched as a kid and we'd watch it, it was kind of that bonding thing and what, one of the films we did was Muppets Take Manhattan, I watched a lot of the older Muppets films like Manhattan or um the Christmas Carol one. I've or seen the...
1: all those too. Yeah, yeah.
0: Or, like, I, I, I don't remember a lot of them but there. then the newer ones I only watched a few years ago. I, I I absolutely loved this film when I first saw it. Um, let's just get into this film, to can't. be honest. This is one of those films that if I'm going to sit down watch a movie Muppet's Ways Wanted is something I would put on. It's for me it's just such a brilliant feel good sort of sit down it's really entertaining it's not the best film in the world but it is really fun.
1: It is. It really is. That's I think that's a perfect way to describe the movie it's just really fun and such a good time.
0: When when you when you sit down and you see this movie you just sort of you feel feel a connection to it and you don't there's some really hilarious characters and there's just we'll break down all the we'll break down all the aspects of it obviously but I just I just love this movie I I was so this was one of those films I wrote down 10 films that I want to do on Disney rank we've covered two of them so far that they the Lion King 2019 and Beauty and the Beast 2017 were two of them and this is another one of them this is this is just one of the classic films. It's such a clever concept. Let's just start with the plot of this one because it's mad, right? Let me try and explain the story to this one. So you've got the Muppets. They've just... They're back together now. <laughs> they've done all this stuff. And now they are going to go on this world tour. They hire this guy called Dominic, who is obviously the bad guy. From the first... <laughs> his name is literally Dominic Bad Guy. I love that. That doesn't yeah. much. Yeah. And then... The Muppets, of course, being the stupid as they are, they, they they do fall for this guy, and they go on this tour. But the actual point of the tour is that Dominic is working with this evil frog who has just escaped Russian gulag. So, but this frog looks exactly like Kermit, apart from one black sort of little boulder thing on it, the side of him. And you can uh-huh. probably guess what happens, but they get mixed up. Kermit ends up going to gulag, and has this whole plot line with Tina Fey, and then. <laughs> The All the mm-hmm. Muppets think that Constantine, this like Russian Kermit is actually the real Kermit, and it's it's brilliant
1: it is I really enjoy it
0: it just it just works so well as a narrative, and I think there are two characters in this film, but just make it Dominic and Constantine take it away
1: I freaking love Constantine <laughs> I, when I first saw him in the movie in the movie when I was younger, I actually remember I was like. Constantine is my new favorite Muppet like I don't even care he's freaking I just love his person I love his accent I'm obsessed with it the part in the movie when he was trying to um um imitate Kermit's um voice that just made for some reason that still makes me laugh
0: I, yeah. <laughs> yeah welcome to the Muppet show that that there are so many great Constantine right? I, I love any part where he's talking to Piggy he's like I'll give you, you anything well. And he's just so not Kermit, but that's the funny thing about it. And they're very self aware of this film as well. They they don't they don't try to make them twist villains. It's obvious they're the bad guys. And like Dominic is a great character. I think the actor, Ricky something, I'm not even gonna attempt to pronounce that. He is such a good actor. He brings so much charm and energy to this role.
1: Yeah, I like that character too.
0: I, I think he's just such the perfect sort of like most in the Muppets film, you have a human as the villain, which he is one of the villains. But Constantine is such a creative idea for a villain. Going back to Constantine, he is hilarious, but he's also a really clever idea of like it's kind of the MCU things. Like the villain, it's Ant Man, but it's like a bad Ant Man. The villain is yeah. Iron Man, but it's a it's a bad Iron Man. That the villain, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's kind of that thing, but with the Muppets, and I, I love the whole idea of like. These two get swapped and you've seen it before, but it the way it's executed is what makes it work for me.
1: Yeah, I, I like I agree with that too. I, I pretty much everything he does then. I do agree with it. I really do like these villains, especially obviously, especially Constantine. But yeah, I don't remember did the Muppet movie have a villain in it? I can't remember.
0: I, I I've not seen it in ages. Like I my one of my favourite Muppet films, Muppet isn't very good in that like most Muppet films the villains normally assume and they're not very good most of the time there there are exceptions but you know these are clearly my favorite Muppet films they just the dynamic between the two I actually quite like it of like Dominic knows what he's doing Constantine doesn't really want he's not very good at playing the act which is funny and there's just there's just some really great stuff between them I just wanted to talk about them immediately
1: I think I'm actually thinking that, yeah, I think the Muppets um, movie did have a villain. I think that was the villain who who was, um, I think he was the guy who was trying to, like, um, keep the theatre, I think. I don't even remember, but it was something on the like, Oh, the yeah.
0: 2011 film? Yeah. Yeah, 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 that film did have a villain. It was some dude who was working with a bear or something because they were I trying completely
1: to completely stop
0: the Muppet show. Yeah, that they weren't very memorable. <laughs> that that if you forget the villain, then you know the villain's not that good. But the the twist with Dominic is not that it's the twi- it's for the characters to find, not the audience. I think that's best, and that's how a villain works best. Like Scar, Jafar, and Ursula, are all examples of villains, and even Mother Gothel, four examples of villains who we all know is, or even the villain in Enchanted, we all know that the villain from the start. It's about the characters catching on, and that's when a villain is best for me. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, those are... Th- that's. Th- I agree. Yeah, so if we could... Let's talk... Some of the other characters. Now, there's loads of Muppets, but I'm only really going to focus on sort of the main people. So we're going to talk about Kermit, Miss Piggy, Walter, Fozzie, and Animal, I believe. Yeah. Um, am um, I missing anyone who's important? And, and then, of course, Scooters, oh yeah, Scooter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's start with Kermit. Now... Here's is my unpopular opinion. I, whenever I watch this film, it always—I'm not a big fan of Kermit's story arc in this. Really? I, as a kid, I found it quite boring. Now it—I'm not a big fan of it. <laughs> it's not for me. I—I I always prefer the storyline with Constantine and Dominic because it's like when you're cutting, and I really like the storyline of the two police officers, which we'll get to. So when we cut into this third storyline, I. I'm not a big fan of Tina Fey's character.
1: No, no. I love Tina Fey in this movie. (laughs) No.
0: Yeah. (laughs) This is brilliant. This is is what I like. Right, here's my figure of her. I I find her... I don't find her funny. Her obsession with Kermit, in my opinion, it's not that funny. I
1: loved everything in Tina Fey. I loved everything about Tina Fey in this movie. I love...
0: I, I I can't agree with you on that.
1: <laughs> I I I, 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 I get the
0: so try, 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 try and try try and explain to me what makes Tina Fey so great.
1: I thought she was really funny. She had a great one-liner. She's not the most original character in the world. Obviously, we've seen this character done to death, but I like her spin on it. I am freaking obsessed with the actress herself and a scene in a Muppet movie that Tina Fey is <laughs>
0: going to be in. Seoul, if you if you you obviously probably know that. Oh,
1: obviously she hasn't been in movies in forever because she did Mean Girls on Broadway, but she's finally back. Tina Fey is one of my favorite <clears throat> actresses, and she's in one of my favorite movie franchises. I, I I
0: do I did like the joke of her like she didn't get her solo at the end. That was quite funny. I'm not gonna lie. I also, she does have a funny part. I just wasn't a big fan of the whole obsession with Kermit the cupboard of Kermit stuff. It just just felt a little, it, it felt a bit too Howard the Duck for me. That's all I'm gonna put it.
1: Yeah, I can agree with that to an extent. I just really found this character likable. And another funny, I remember another funny part is when she was walking out of the room and she like, lights out! And then lights go off and then she just, then it didn't really happen. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
0: I don't know, I found that funny. Yeah, there, there was some really funny, that were funny. Maybe I'd be a bit harsh. Now I think about it, now I remember the film. I did watch this a few days. She was quite good. I just prefer the other two stories. I'm not saying this part is bad. I just but let's talk about the third let's go back to Muppets. Let's talk about Kermit himself. I quite like Kermit, the thing of like the whole arc of him is like, okay, my friends have forgotten about me. Do they really care for me? And at first I was a little bit okay, they're going a bit too hard on this, like at first it took me a few days to realise this, but when Kermit's sort of like, okay. Should we really be doing this, you guys? Like, it's a big jump. We've only just got back again. And I thought, okay, this is a little out of character for first. But when I got used to it, I'm like, no, this is what Kermit would do. This is who Kermit is. Do you agree with that?
1: I do, actually. I do have to agree with that. I don't – my opinion on the storyline with um Kermit and Constantine and all of that is that it's not original. It's been done to death. But much like Tina Banks, what
0: it's the It's the execution of it that makes it good
1: it is it is that I agree with that because on paper on paper you're <laughs> right, it sounds like every other plot we've ever seen done in a movie, but then you see it and it's like this is actually pretty funny it was yeah,
0: it is it's so well done because they make up for a clever jokes, nice character I-, I do like how come has to try and conduct all of the Army people to tr- all of the prisoners to try and do a performance, and Tina Fey is like, "That was terrible." And then she gets a solo, and it's like, "Maybe we should just get the the army people, uh, not army people, the prisoners to sing."
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I always liked a lot of that. But going back, going off of that, there are three main sort of story arcs. We've, we have, we'll come back to probably all of them. But the third one is about two these two cops. Trying to work out the i love these two.
1: Oh, they were so funny. Um, I they were really good too. I
0: they bring some of the best jokes in it. Like I love how like it's the storyline you've seen a million times, and two people who don't like each other at first but slowly growing a friendship. You see, but it's the funniness and they make fun of that. And one of the funniest parts is when they they have this whole suspicion about Fozzie being a bad guy. I never really understood why they think he's Fozzy, but they they do think he's Fozzy, and the part is like, we we caught Constantine and Fozzy, and then he's just like, I'm going to go on holiday with my family. Yeah. like The that, timing that, of that was ridiculous.
1: That whole integration scene, I just found hilarious. I don't know why. I just, oh, well,
0: yeah, we'll, we'll get back to the songs later, but I, I loved it. Another part I love is their introduction was brilliant with the badge. <laughs>
1: Yes, I. Oh, and then it ends up with like a huge bad statue. I don't know why I love that so much.
0: Yeah. So we talk. We we'll come back to all of the storylines, of course, probably later. But let's talk about the Muppets in this. Which there's loads of Muppets. But we're only going to be focusing on the main ones. So let's let's go back to Piggy. How do you feel about Piggy in this?
1: I like her. I think she's. I think she's always. Funny.
0: Yeah. She's always funny. Like no matter what you put Piggy in, I think she's not as good as she was in the last film, but, but again, she's not given as much to do. She's quite one-dimensional in this one, but it's it's fine. It's Piggy, you know. She's always going to be funny, and I, I do like her thing of like... I, I do like her song later on with, like, Celine Dion and stuff, and yeah. her whole thing of, like, her and Kermit, and I, I do like how she hates the train. There's so many hilarious gags as every character.
1: Yes, I agree with that. I really do like all... And, Even... And even though I would have liked more screen time on some of the Muppets, especially Miss Piggy and Animal and all those. Um, I think Yeah. Like, for
0: Muppets, the most wanted. The Muppets aren't in it, like Kermit's in it, but Constantine is in it. But it's mainly about Constantine and Dominic, which they are the stars of show They make this brilliant story. And then we've got Fozzie. I think Fozzie's pretty cool in this. I like that, how I like the creativity of how he makes the connection between Kermit and Constantine.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I agree with that. I like that. I like that, too. Yeah, you it, it, that thing of, like, I, I do really like Fozzie. I, I love Fozzie. I love all these Muppets, all of them. Like, Gonzo's the same. Like, his joke with the running of the balls, it's, like, the only real thing he's given to do, but that's fine, because it's Gonzo. You know, these characters are iconic. They don't need anything you new. Know? Yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. I mean, like, I do, like, like I said, I do wish... I do wish that we got more of the Muppets, since you're right it yeah is called
0: but then again, the last film was the last film wasn't even about the Muppets. <laughs> it's yes. about Amy Adams and the Dude, and talking of Amy Adams and the Dude. This is why I don't find it a secret. Right? The first film was about two brothers and Amy Adams c- helping refix the Muppet. Where is Amy Adams and the Dude in this film?
1: They were there for a second in the very beginning
0: <laughs> I don't care they. For a sequel with the Muppets, they should have been it. Maybe they couldn't get Amy Adams back or something. I don't know. And she was off doing other stuff, which is awesome. But I just—it was a disappointment. Cause I loved those two characters in the first film. We'll get to the first film in another episode. But I—it was a disappointment for I me. Mean, I don't think like this film does a great job of like following on from the first. I'm like, okay, the Muppets back. To go. It's kind of like a new adventure. It doesn't really. And the only real thing that co- follows on to the last one is um. For jokes, for one, and for two, Walter. So that's a nice segue into the character, Walter. He is the only Muppet in this who works out the truth.
1: Yeah. I mean, I liked Walter in this, even though I liked him better in the first movie because that's when we were first introduced to him and he had the brother to work off of, which I thought was really interesting. But in this, I just, it kind of makes me remember, like, he's really not that interesting and doesn't really
0: have that he's much... He's not. Like, like, the thing is, like, he's just, like, kind of a normal person. You can, He's kind of like a plot device. Like, I... what One, one thing I love, right? Here's the creativity of this plot. He bribes... Dominic bribes journalists to give five-star reviews in the paper and stand in ovation. That part gets me every time. I don't know why. Yeah, that's really funny. It, it's just such clever and you've seen it before but it's the way it's all put together and I I always do like the idea of like seeing a show come together just like I mentioned the High School Musical the whole thing of like all right, you watch a show build and then it comes together except the point of the shows in this film was that they weren't very good (laughs) yeah from the parts we got in the film like the whole Muppet show aspect wasn't really in this film when it was it was made for jokes like and also, like, a lot of celebrity cameos. Cool, because that's what The Muffy Show is famous for, of course. <laughs> and and there are some really clever cameos. Like, you, you, everyone's going to at least notice one of you. Like, one of them was, they had Usher, I think, the singer in one part. I noticed him, and you have all sorts of celebrities. I like the, I really like the end where you just see them all on, like, the wall.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, now, now I think about it, I do quite like Tina Fey's storyline. I just, I just prefer the other two. But that's not saying it's bad. I just think the Dominic and Constantine thing is amazing, and the police thing is hilarious and fantastic. Yes, but it's just kind of okay. oh, we're cutting back to this, but then Tina Fey is. Tina Fey does a brilliant performance. She does. Like she's she's a brilliant actress. I'm excited for her in Soul. Like she didn't like the character didn't seem that amazing the trailer for Soul, but hopefully I I think Tina Fey can deliver and. Like when I was reading the cast list, when I before I, yeah, I was like, is phase in this? And I'm like, oh yeah, he is, she is, and it's just, just that thing of like, <laughs> I didn't realize she was in it, and like every day I'm discovering new like actors and actresses, which is like that interesting thing. Yeah, yeah, I li-
1: like
0: like Like, that's one thing I've been trying to do is like, as I watch. As you watch more movies and all sorts of stuff, you you get to see actors in multiple films, and everyone does a really good performance in this.
1: Yeah, I I don't I can't think of one character that I think, uh I think a few of them should had have, should have, should have had more screen time, but um, I I think that every every character every actor did really well in this. I can standout actors but everybody pretty much
0: yeah. did well <laughs> C- cough cough Tina Fey cough cough yes <laughs> <laughs> who, who else do you think really similar? I think Ricky someone who plays Dominic is really good in the role in my opinion. good
1: I think the actor who played the detective was amazing too
0: yeah he brought so much charm and so much energy to it and you've you've got so much creativity and cleverness to it and so we discussed a lot of the characters left Let's talk about... One thing I do want to talk about is the ridiculousness that is the ending of this movie. The end? I, I, didn't, I, I didn't really talk about this, right? Let me try and explain the ending to you. So they realise that they've got to steal the crown jewels, and there's no real theatre next to the crown jewel, because the whole point is that they've been choosing theatres next to museums, that they can steal these free artefacts to try and get the thing. and You've, you've heard this story a hundred times. Once again, it's really clever because it works in this concept. Now, how it... They just, so Constantine <clears throat> proposes to Miss Piggy in the middle of a Celine Dion number and they decide to get married in the Tower of London. And Dominic has to try and steal the crown job with the help of little Munchkin, Munchkin people. And there's this really weird part. Well, Kerm- Constantine and Miss Piggy are getting back, but at the same time, Kermit, Fozzie and Walter are all trying to get in, and you just, it's just mad, and then they get in an aeroplane and they try to take off, and there's a Muppet ladder, and then the two police that's sh- the sheriffing. and how Constantine is defeated is kind of strange, but it's hilarious at the same time kind of like, really? Is that all it took? <laughs> Piggy yeah. just picks him off and chucks him, which was a hilarious moment. But for the for the main villain in a film, it's not it's not the best way to to win, right? I agree, but it was still hilarious. So <laughs> it was hilarious. It it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter how cliche this film is. It doesn't matter that the story's been done to death. It doesn't matter because it's the Muppet. It's hilarious, you know. <laughs> yeah, I and it definitely... works so well. So I think. I think that we're gonna probably keep saying that, but it it really is true. I, I do like I do like the storyline, and I do like the creativity of like I, I don't know if they actually travelled to these real locations, but I'm guessing they did, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess they did.
0: <laughs> like you you couldn't do that now <laughs> in twenty twenty, yeah. but you know, but it but it is what it is with, with this film. It's really clever. Now I think we should move on now to the song says. Some really great yeah. stuff. There is like this is probably let let me try and think, right? The fourth best soundtrack on Disney ranked out the films we've done so far. Like it's... Hamilton's better than it. Tangled is probably better than it. Enchanted maybe. Moana. Yeah, there's no we've got some really great musicals on here. Frozen, no, Frozen there's... Two.
1: I think this is better than Tangled, Enchanted, Moana, uh, and Moana. Not Hamilton, obviously. But... <laughs> Not
0: Hamilton. No, nothing could beat Jonathan's graph.
1: No, no. But oh, this, honestly, I love this. is my favorite soundtrack in any Muppet movie. I freaking, I had the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right. I so,
0: loved so it. Let, let's get on to the songs now. I I don't have a list here of the songs, so I'm gonna. I, I've just got to look it up quickly, right? So, is we, I'm just going on to Google as we do this to try and look at the songs. This is brilliant, people. There we go. We've done it. All right. So, the first song is We're Doing a Sequel. What do you think of that song?
1: I laughed so hard. I thought it was so <laughs> funny with all the in-jokes and everything.
0: It is the perfect song to start on. Like, I love how they make fun of it. Then, like, well, everyone knows that the sequels never quite a good. They're so honest, and I personally think this is better than the original. But that is, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I I I, I love this song. This, I I love the look of it as well. The production design, like all the costumes they have, and it's like a Toy Story Four reference with Gonzo. <laughs>
1: yeah
0: which they're like, well, we wait for Tom Hanks to make Toy Story 4, which that took another five years. Yep. (laughs) They did happen. Then you've got um, I'm Number One. (laughs) This is a brilliant song.
1: That was my, when I was younger, that was my favorite song. I knew the whole lyrics to it. I don't anymore, but I knew the whole (laughs) lyrics to it, and I loved it. I don't know why, but I loved it. And I was watching that song number on YouTube and there was a comment that made me laugh so hard. So you know how the song's basically like, I'm number one, you're number two. The yes. comment was like, when you meet somebody with the first name as you, with the same first name as you.
0: <laughs> that's brilliant. So, <laughs> and like, like, that's... Sometimes, sometimes I'll just be reading YouTube comments and they're hilarious. Now, of course, we've got next up, you never get away. Welcome to this is probably my favorite song. Although I don't like Tina Faith, Fey, Tina Faith's performance in this is brilliant. Like it's such a cool song and uh, I love the imagery and I love how they try to sneak and like it's just such a all of these songs just are brilliant. Like they're all really funny and they've all like they all fit very well nice together. They don't really feel like completely out of each other like like some other like which, of course, it can work. Because Hamilton, like, half of the songs are very different to each other. But that works. But I like how they're all quite similar in the sense of, like, they're funny. Do you agree with that?
1: I, I agree. I really like the song. I really like her song, personally. Um, Big House. She's not the best singer, obviously. But I just found her performance way too yeah. funny. And I really
0: like that song. There we got the interrogation song. That was hilarious. I love this. It was. A, it, I love these two please This is probably... Uh, I don't know what the weakest song is to ought to be honest. The
1: weakest song there is no weak song. I gotta think about
0: No no <laughs> Yeah, what is the weakest song? Like maybe the last like, song. with Hamilton there's like- Oh yeah, together for that again. Was awesome. together. Then you have something so right, which is called Miss Piggy's Do with Sling Dion, which how have they got Sling Dion to be in this I film, I, no I don't idea. know. I have no idea how
1: they get anybody in
0: this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they, you're gonna do the film
1: just think about how they presented the this movie hey do you want to be this role in a movie so Kermit's gonna be in prison for half the movie and there's gonna be a bad frog with a, with a Russian accent and he's,
0: just... and he's working with an American dude called Dominic Badguy to steal the crown jewels while two cops are trying to interrogate them like that's not gonna work is it but there's also, I've got to talk about the song Working in a Coal Mine. <laughs> what a hilarious number. Um, yeah, I freaking loved it. <laughs> it was just, like, th- there was, of course, some, pr- the worst song was Piggy's version of Macarena, obviously.
1: Yeah, 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 probably. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like If you're going to choose the weakest song, I've just got the list of songs. I forgot that was even in the film. And then, yeah, that that's all the songs, apart from the last one, which is cool enough. I like the idea that you see all the people back together and you see all the celebrity cameos on a wall and stuff, but the song itself is not nothing special. It's a classic Muffet song, but it doesn't really have that comedy feel of the others.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so, everyone, we are back. <laughs> <laughs> it went off for some, I I don't know why. It, it locked me out of for some reason. Ho- hopefully that saved. If it didn't... <laughs> well, let's hope it saved. It probably did, to be honest. But just a quick recap. We basically just completely discussed pretty much everything, so... <laughs> But we'll continue where we are. We just wrapped on the songs. So what are your overall thoughts on all of the songs as a whole?
1: Love them all. I love them all. It,
0: it's, it's a brilliant soundtrack. It just, it completely works. It, it is brilliant, in my opinion. Like, do you agree with this? Like, I do, I it, do, yes. It, it's, it's so, it, it works so well. It's like this. fun. All the songs fit in line, which of course said now... Moving back, there's a few more things. So what is your opinion of the whole, of the puppeteering in this film? I think it's great.
1: Absolutely great.
0: They they do a really good job of sort of bringing these characters to life, especially like in a lot of the musical numbers. Like, of course, the number two, number one song, I'm number one song is a great example of that. We have Constantine doing all this insane stuff.
1: Yeah, oh my god, yeah, I agree, I love Uh, it. A
0: lot lot of the visuals and creative in this is really great, which we'll spend a bit of time talking about. I think a lot of the, it's really great, there's some really fun stuff, and some really sort of energetic parts, and all all sorts.
1: Yeah, I agree, I really do like the puppeteering and the visuals in this movie. I think it's not amazing, like, it's not, groundbreaking you know but like i think it's really um good you
0: know yeah it it is that thing of like it they're not the best visuals they're not end game or (laughs) forex level but you know they are really something special and they do they do have charm they do have creativity i like how there's a lot of different colors and i also like the design of the muppets train they go on
1: yeah that was, like, like I words
0: wait a second there, there's one song we forgot i'll give you anything you want i'll give you anything you need We forgot. me we forgot how did we forget that song, <laughs> forget that song? That right let's the... quickly talk about our song it, it, it's the first half of the least, and at least we talk about one song which i'm i'm praying that it didn't because it logged me out of anchor I, I don't know what happened everyone but, I'll work it out after the episode did. And, you know, the Avengers episode, it cut halfway through. So is this just going to be a running thing now? But let's talk about the song. Fire it away. Fire away. <laughs> oh, oh, oh I was saying to for you to talk about the song. Oh, OK. <laughs> I was like, take it away. But I just said fire away. <laughs> you it, yeah, but it's all right. This, this is. Yeah, and these podcasts are unedited, as everyone knows, because I do not have time or effort to edit. And it's better unedited, in my opinion, because then it feels more real.
1: <laughs> my dog, my dog just huff She just goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> She's like in my room, <laughs> and she just wants us to shut
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> our Amber's dog is one of is our number one fan of Disney Rank now. Yeah. She's totally right so what's your opinion what is your opinion on the song I'll give you anything you want It was my
1: second favorite song when I first saw the movie It might have to be one of my favorite one now because
0: Yeah my, my, my favorite song my favorite song's Big House this is probably number oh, Big 2 House, I can't really believe I forgot it favorite
1: too, but I freaking Did... loved this song I loved everything about it I love the fact I just I just loved I just loved it that's it
0: Yeah I I, I totally I totally agree it's Visually, probably the coolest song. Oh, yeah. It's got so many great colours, and Constantine's a great singer, and it feels like an actual pop song, but then it doesn't feel forced in it. And it's the perfect song for Constantine's character, for what we know from him so far, and it fits the character. And Constantine doesn't have a character arc, but he's just Constantine, he's Constantine, he's like the best Muppet character of all time. Yeah. <laughs> like... It, Constantine is like one of the top event Like he's he, he better than people like Hans. That's true. Or, or the that was his mistake, dude, from Big Hero Six, which we'll get to because that's one of the episodes in this season we're going to be doing. Yeah. Now, 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 there is one thing I wanted to address. I uh, we sort of touched upon it, but how the reason we're doing this one before the first one, I don't really count it as a sequel. Yeah,
1: I, because, I can agree. Because
0: it's not, the only thing is Walter, but you get a gist of who he is, and I know you could probably go into any sequel and get a gist of the story, like, like, you could go into Toy Story too, and you kind of know what Toy Story is, but it's not a direct follow-up, in the sense I know it happens right after, but it's kind of a new adventure, they're going on a world tour all you need to know, Muppets are back together we have this dude called Walter now That that's about it.
1: Yeah.
0: Like you don't really need to see the first one and tonally as well it doesn't really fit with the first one like there's some really creepy imagery in this film as well
1: yeah yeah I actually can kind of see that I actually can like
0: it like the first one was more okay we're bringing the Muppets back together we've got all this great stuff we've got Amy Adams in it and stuff but this is more like this is a hilarious film like the first one was a comedy but it was more it was more dynamic between two brothers, and there was more heart to it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think the and, first one was definitely more based on story and drama. This was based. This was obviously based more on character and comedy.
0: Which I prefer character and comedy yeah. because that. they revolved the story around. The story's good if, if the characters work in it and the comedy works in it. And the drama is very good. And there is little. There is some drama like. There is the whole thing of like Kermit thinking his friends don't care about him and stuff, and I do like all of that stuff in it.
1: Yeah,
0: that those parts really do make of great interest in and interesting parts of the film that I do I do like them. And
1: yeah, yeah,
0: it's that like <laughs> what were we were going on. We were going on about like. Yeah. I completely, I lost my train of thought there. We were, What were we talking about? <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, <laughs> we are talking about the, how it doesn't feel like a sequel. And the rule for Disney rank that I'm going to be going by is the reason a sequel like Toy Story 2, I would do the first Toy Story before Toy Story 2. But something like Mary Poppins 2 is different because that's, you. they're kind of standalone films. Mary Poppins 2 is more of reimagining, just labeled as a sequel, where they copy the original. They won't call it a remake.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, also like For Ragnarok, where it's more cinematic universe edition and it's not a sequel. So, like Ant Man and the Wasp is more of a sequel. It's the same reason I'm going to do Civil War before First Avenger. And I think I just would set that rule straight, because if they're. Do you agree with that or do you do, do you think that doesn't work?
1: Yeah. Wait, can you repeat that? I'm sorry.
0: Oh, um, I was basically just saying how for example, a film like Civil War or Mary Poppins 2 is okay to do before the original because they're more of their own thing. They don't really follow on for the previous ones, they're more a reimaginal, like a new with Mary Poppins. And Civil War is more of a franchise thing, same with Four Ragnarok. Well, something like Toy Story Two or Teen Beach Two or Incredibles Two are we'll more follow-ups to the first one, actually sequels to so we'll do them after the original. Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. I yeah, I I agree
0: with that. That that's just that's just gonna be rules for Disney right now. It's time to move on to the Rotten Tomatoes prediction. I already know what it is. <laughs> now I I'm gonna throw you off a bit with this one because I, I I know you would. Though. Do you know the IMDb score for it? <laughs>
1: That
0: you're the what? Do Do you know um the IMDb score or the Metacritic score?
1: The Letter Critic score.
0: Metacritic. Oh, I did not
1: know that. <laughs> it's
0: basically a website similar to what Rotten Tomatoes, but it's more the actual system. Oh. Uh <laughs> So, so yeah, I, I'm gonna guess the Rotten Tomatoes score for this. I was just think we could probably maybe add that in because. This segment is just going to be the segment where Amber knows the score all the time and I will not know the score. <laughs> and I, I'm, you probably know the score for every film from season two.
1: I almost do,
0: actually. <laughs> do you know, yeah, okay. So I'm guessing a lot of critics didn't like this one for some reason. I don't get the complaints. Like People will say stuff like it was too silly or stuff like that, it just don't. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to say 67.
1: Okay, you want me to tell you? Yeah, tell me. Well, critics gave it an 80%, which I'm fine with. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. that
0: that, that, is a, that is a fair enough score because but it's not a perfect film. What
1: pisses me off is that the audience only gave it a 58%, oh. and I'm like, that's it, that's more than. Freaking! Wait, hold on. Let me check something.
0: It's is that higher than the Lion King
1: 2019? Uh, let me look. I remember the critic score from Lion King. I actually, yeah, because I know the Lion. King. It's much higher. It's Lion King is at eighty eight percent with all audiences.
0: Oh. But God the live
1: action <laughs> always get such good scores on the audience
0: side. And... Well he it's the thing with the live action right? It's like g- generic audiences will like it. They're like they go they love the Lion King as a kid. They're going to go see the new Lion King. They it's inoffensive, it's the same film, but they they don't care that the animals are photorealistic and all that rubbish. They just saw funny terrain and poom birds like that's good, but this is like most wanted and they're like um the story was rubbish, it was a bad sequel, or whatever, like, oh, just get in the bin. Anyone who gave this a positive, like, everyone who said, I legit didn't enjoy this, like, any- you've got to give it at least a five or six out of ten. Anything below that, like, you- you're thinking, like, ha- what's the score for Wrinkle and Time? Could you look at that one correctly?
1: I'm so upset. Hamilton only has a 98% from critics and a 91% from audiences. That is way too low.
0: <laughs> hamilton should be a hundred and 100. that's the
1: only movie where i will disagree with every single complaint anybody ever has about it this show
0: yeah. like
1: absolutely perfect
0: yeah like uh, we'll, we're g- we're going to be re-reviewing hamilton later in the season in a few episodes time and you- you'll find out our opinions on hamilton i literally probably don't have any issues with it like and if i could if i had to find one it'd be little nitpicks and We'll be going on quite a bit about people's reception of Hamilton as well in that one, but I think I think we've sort of discussed everything is Muppet's Rose wanted, to be honest, and have you got the Wrinkle in Time score up? I do. Um. So what is the audience score for that one? If this is higher...
1: Oh, Wrinkle in Time? Yeah. That one is lower. <laughs> wrinkle and Time only has a 26% in audiences.
0: Yeah. it. That, that's about reasonable, because there were... There was one good performance in rank Time, and there was a few okay visuals, so 26, that's a fair score. Anyway, I think we should give our overall thoughts, and then we're going to be going to the Disney News segment, where it's going to be a bit more sad, and then the big ranked board, of course. So, overall, Amber, what are your thoughts on Muppets Most Wanted? It is a
1: very fun movie, very enjoyable, there's nothing to dislike about it. I think the only problems I have with it are nitpicks and um, some characters outshine other characters that shouldn't outshine them. Some storyboards can get out of hand, but I think all in all, it's a very fun movie. Definitely recommend it if you're just looking for an hour and a half to waste and I think it's a really good
0: movie. (laughs) But it's a good waste. Yeah. For for me, this film is full on great entertainment. Just just an absolute classic. It's just one of those films that you've just got to see in your lifetime you've just it's just one of those that you've just got to watch it's just entertainment it's not the best film out there but it's not the worst and it's really good now before we get onto the big rank board you're gonna leave this one but we we are gonna move on to the disney news segment introduce it
1: okay so unfortunately exact um all, nearly two weeks ago the amazing actor of black panther slash Atala passed away at the age of 43 due to colon cancer he has been battling with for four years which is the which is the, the amount of time that he got casted as black panther that meant that yeah. ever since he got this big break he got diagnosed with colon cancer he didn't tell a single one of his um a single one of his band's or directors or whatnot. He didn't tell anybody except for his close friends and some of his family, and that's why it came as a big shock when we found out what he died of because nobody knew he had cancer, and it's really sad. It's a really devastating loss, since he was such an amazing actor and inspiring person. I read a um, I read like this um, this this short little story about his life, and he was such like an amazing person like he saw like first of all this is how he first got it into acting um in his high school he witnessed a, a one of his friends getting shot and killed that wow. that was like really big on everybody so he was like he directed and wrote a show and performed it at the school just based around all of that and it was amazing he was like you know what I want to be an actor. He started out really slow. Black Panther, Jackie Robinson was his big break, and then he did, um, then he did, um, get up on it, and then he did Black Panther. He did so many other movies before that,
0: yeah, and he had Um, other movies planned, but yeah, um, yeah, I doubt that was brilliant. Um, yeah, I had never seen, and I've not seen any other films of him. I'm sure he's brilliant in all of them, but I, he me, he's brilliant in the MCU. He gave black people their superhero, and he was an icon, and he was a great actor. I told no one is shocking, and that the fact he kept doing these films, and it's unfortunate he's not going to see. And uh, at least he got to see Endgame. I'm, I'm really happy that uh, he lived to see Endgame. Like
1: Stanley, which is sad.
0: But... Yeah, that 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 one was really. I when I first heard this news, I'm not going to lie, I was shocked How do you find that? i was like no way um it was actually for you because it was like because of course we're from opposite sides of the globe it was like the, the middle of the night or whatever and you messed me about it and i and i i got up and i was reading on social media and stuff i was like wow and i was like shocked i found out the same it way was, it's shocking i found out was
1: this I was, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I was just relaxing and watching YouTube on my phone when, then suddenly, I get a text and that says in all caps, "Chadwick Boseman just no. died," and I'm like, "What?"
0: And it was shocking. Like, I, you just don't think about this, do you? Like, you see these people all the time, you just don't think of the chance. Like, you just expect them to grow old. And we saw the death of a Kobe Bryant earlier on in the year, which, was, of course, a lot of people that was really unfortunate. We lost. He was a major black person who we lost and a call Chadwick now and it's just it, Wakanda forever. Did, Wakanda forever.
1: forever. Honestly.
0: Yeah, he was he was he was a brilliant man. Like I, I hate those people who were like immediately it's like Screen Rant put up an article or whatever. It's like, oh my god, what's gonna happen now? Who's gonna replace black like, is- who's gonna replace Chadwin or whatever? Like give give them some time, like the, the most realistic thing to do that, when, when it comes to what's going to happen for the future is, is there's only really two things they can do to be honest. They either they either remove T'Challa from the MCU and make a new Black Panther in Shuri or they recast Chadwick. They're the only two options you've really got here.
1: Yeah, I mean
0: and I, I don't like either but what, what you meant to do, like for example, Carrie Fisher, the actress who played Princess Leia, when she passed away, it was a bit more, more easier with her because they used deleted footage and stuff to, for episode nine with her. But with this, it's going to be... They're going to they're gonna make a big decision. Hopefully, soon it'll be announced. But, yeah, I don't want to go on t- about Chadwick forever because, of course, loads of people have said, but just awful loss came at a really bad time. Mm. And just... I just hope all of his family are okay.
1: Oh, they're devastated. That's what I heard. They're absolutely devastated. He had a wife. He, ju- he just got married to his wife before he died.
0: Right, okay. So, that's it with the Disney News segment. Now, I think quickly we'll do the Big Ranked Board and then, of course, wrap up. Now, it's time for the Big Ranked Board, the segment of the show. Of course, where we take the film, we just reviewed Muppet's Most Wanted, not Black Panther. And we put it on the Big Ranked Board which This season we're going to have two Big Grant Boards, the Seasonal Board and the overall Big Grant board with all the films in Season 1. Now, Seasonal Board, we're doing 30 films this season, which is mad. It's, like, we all, we've we already got 24, so by the end of the season there'll be 54 films in the Big Grant Board.
1: That's a lot
0: of movies. Yeah, and um, it'll probably take us till, like, next year, but, you know, we will we will keep going and see what happens. Now, Seasonal of Border Corps is the first film, so it's number one and number 30 at the same time, but now it's time for the big ranked board, the biggest board of them all. Now, I'm I'm really struggling with this distinction. Is it better than the Kim Possible re Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Wrinkle One Time. Yeah. Lion King 2019.
1: Yeah.
0: Listen to. Yeah. Attack of the Clans. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I have seen it, but yeah, Yeah,
0: high school musical,
1: definitely
0: a better musical. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Teen Beach movie, yes. Peter Pan, yes, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yes, oh, uh, I know you're gonna say next, yes, this next time, Beauty and the Beast, the remake,
1: a hundred percent,
0: Frozen 2. It has Jonathan Groff,
1: but we have another movie with Jonathan Groff, so yes,
0: <laughs> we got two. Phil, um, Robin Hood, yeah, Frozen, yeah, Enchanted. This is where it gets hard. Now, the monkey dancing from Constantine is way better than the old people dancing from Enchanted, so I'm gonna have to say yes.
1: Yeah, I have to say it. yeah too.
0: Tangled. This is where strings get ridiculously hard.
1: I still think that we should flip Moana and Tangled because I think it's better than Moana, but I don't think it's better than Tangled.
0: All right, and then and then going for it's not better than A New Hope. I'm sorry, no, it's not. So so we are we're, we're swapping, not flipping. Um, we we're, we're flipping. No, we're swapping Moana and Tangled. And I then think we're putting nothing as we wanted in between the two
1: yeah i i think
0: that. now going forward upcoming episodes you, if you watched the last episode you would know what they are but we've got some very interesting films we're going down to underland we're going we're going to be seeing the great stage production of hamilton all over again we'll be going to a galaxy far far away and we'll be going back to the 90s in a disappointing superhero film.
1: Yep. Let's get this. And, we'll, and we'll, have to, this.
0: we'll have to see where they land. And we've got some. We've got some great things. I, I can't wait for the review of Hamilton. That's going to be like a. that That's probably going to be the longest episode of Disney Rank so far.
1: Alexander Hamilton.
0: <laughs> you did that last episode. Now, okay. Quickly, before we go. Anything you want to say?
1: Nope just um, check out my podcast. It's called Ray Reviews. I mean, not Ray Reviews. Ray Rates Movies, anywhere you can find a podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, anywhere, and um, I haven't been posting on there for a while. I'm going to try and keep a decent schedule. I have a lot of school, too, so we'll we'll have to see, but
0: Yeah, it's September now, people. Yeah,
1: it's my birthday on Saturday, and it was his birthday yesterday.
0: Yeah, I forgot to mention that, but I, I I'm i I'm actually using AirPods for this episode, which I now own.
1: I got a Hamilton t shirt
0: in the mail yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's so <laughs> random. That's so random. <laughs> you know, I'm just like I've got airpods and you just like I've got a Hamilton decent amount. That that was brilliant. Anyway, Thank you for listening to this episode. Hopefully the first half saved. I, I don't know what happened. If it didn't, then I'm probably going to cry. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it. But the, you know what our overall thoughts are? And all we really did in the first half was talk about some stuff and some characters and stuff and how great Constantine Dominic was. So, yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. It will probably be next week now, because probably not this weekend, but the following yeah, one. Yeah, it's definitely so, going to be this weekend. And we're going yeah so we'll be going down to wonderland goodbye everyone Bye. i'm lewis and this, this is disney